Hey guys, welcome back to another exclusive interview presented to you by Formation Productions and Mo Visuals. I'm your host, Maher Ahmed, and today we are here with the infamous Big Lex from Jocelyn's Cabaret Atlanta. Big Lex, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? How's everybody? So um, I want to basically introduce you and have you give us a little bit of a background story. This is what I do with all my interviews. So I, we want to know a little bit more about you outside of the show. So tell us some stuff, some facts about you that we wouldn't know from watching Jocelyn's Cabaret. Um, well, like all y'all know, I'm Big Lex, motherfucking flexer. So y'all already know that. <laughs> the big one, the biggies. But um, besides the show and all that, you know, I make music. Music is my life. I be rapping and stuff. I make bad bitch music, hashtag bad bitch music, bad bitch music only. My music is only for the bad bitches. You're not a bad bitch. If you can't understand that bad bitch shit I can talk about, cut that shit off, okay? I be preaching about the pussy because pussy is power. So I grew up in Columbia, South Carolina. And uh, I run my city. Everything I do be popping. Everything I do be lit. Really, I live a lifestyle that I deserve because, you know, that's what bad bitches do. So, yeah, we, we good and lit and comfortable over here. <laughs> so what motivated you to want to be a part of Jocelyn's Cabaret? And how did you come about um, applying for the show? Or did somebody reach out to you? Um, no, I've always, always liked Jocelyn. I've always loved Jocelyn ever since Jocelyn hit the screens. I loved how raw she was. I loved how raunchy she was. I loved everything about her. Um, I just watched her as a child growing up and stuff like that. And when the opportunity came to be on Jocelyn's Cabaret, I took it. Um, I seen it on Instagram. She was posting like, oh, you know, auditions. And I was kind of um, kind of scared to put my, my interview in. But one of my homegirls was like, girl, you, you need to do that shit. Like, you need to do that shit. So I was like, fuck it. So I did it or whatever. And Jocelyn picked me and I was like hella excited about it. I was super excited about it. So, you know. And you were like, Perfect for the camera. I mean, you got the personality for it for sure. And you bring the entertainment. And we saw that from episode one. But I want to start from the beginning. So it starts off with you guys in the van. And it seems like from the jump, there are certain girls that kind of click up with each other. Did you by any chance click up with anybody prior to walking into the house? Or were you kind of just like being uh, like a lone wolf, you know, and not picking sides or anything? I didn't click up with anybody. I more was reading them. I read all them. It's not hard for me to to, to smell a rat, and it's not hard for me to to hear a snake slither. So I just I, I just I was reading the bitches. I read them before I could be clicking up or anybody's friend or anything like that. So I just you know I was just chilling, played my part, and just was you know peeping everybody out. Okay, so you caught like everybody's vibe and knew who you were probably not going to be able to click with or hang out with and like get along. I mean, yeah, but it's kind of weird because like before we got in the house, like Barbie was like hard on my ass. Like um, for some reason, she had felt the vibe off of me, like if I was going to be like as if I was going to be mean or something. And she she was saying like day one, like oh. Lex, could you please not be mean to me? Could you please not talk shit about me? Like, please just be my friend. I just want to be friends with you. So when we first got there and she she kept saying that so much, I was like, I don't know what's over her, but I kind of gravitated towards Barbie when we first got there, but only because she was just so adamant about don't pick on her. She kept saying like, please don't say anything about me. Please don't do this, please don't do this. I was like, Bitch, I'm not gonna say shit about you. Like, I don't even know you. <laughs> I don't even know you. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So me and her was like talking or whatever, but it, it was not like a click up. It was just like, okay, you know, you want to talk, like it's, it's cool, whatever. I mean, kind of weird. Okay. So very early on into the episode, and once you guys get into the house, your inf infamous line comes up, <laughs> the double homicide. Um, what prompted you? to say that because it seems like right away you were kind of like apologetic and you almost didn't want it to come out but it slipped yeah and like when i said it it did slip but like you know really it's really fuck that bitch you know it's fuck that bitch it's fuck her situation it's fuck her life 
her lifestyle. It spoke everything about her because it's like, okay, I said it. You feel me? I apologize about it. But it's like, damn, bitch, you can't let the shit go. Like, I, I be saying shit sometimes or I might say something to some bitch or something. Normally, bitches can let the shit go or move on and shit like that. Bitches claim they're bad bitches. Bitches claim they're classy bitches and shit. But, like, can't fucking just, like, let shit go. So... That was my whole thing with her. Like, yeah, I didn't mean to say it or whatever. I was thinking it and I said it. I said it. I'm going to say what I'm going to say when I'm going to say it and when I fucking want to say it. You feel me? I'm going to say it. You feel me? Like, we're going to fight about it. You're going to get over it. I apologize. You don't want to accept my apology. Fuck you. I mean, shit, fuck you. So how did that argument between, it was you, Basek, Chanel, and Aqua, how did that argument start, like, right after that? Because it seems like the cameras just cut to you like coming for them and I don't know if there was something said prior to that but see here's the thing boss tech boss tech old ass was putting her old comments and her old little scaly skin and the stuff that then like literally I swear to god nobody was paying boss tech any attention nobody was giving boss tech no energy nobody was doing none of that see what happened was before we got into the house like on the way to the house Barbie was kept calling lucky unlucky she kept calling her unlucky, and we was like, what the fuck is that? Like, mind you, we don't know these bitches. So we was like, what the fuck is up with the unlucky shit? But as Barbie kept calling her unlucky and shit, Boss Ted kept wanting to put her fucking two cent and everything. So we like, we like grandma, chill. Like, chill out. Like, like, chill out, grandma. Like, you need a nap. Because nobody's even talking to you. Like, nobody's talking to you. So that's how the boss tech thing goes. So like, but boss tech was more focused on her attention on me for some reason. Why? I wasn't so sure why she kept focusing her attention on me, but she kept saying like, boss tech was like, oh, I'm Atlanta. I'm from Atlanta. I'm the queen of Atlanta and all that shit. So like, you know, I had a little bird in my ear telling me the bitch is from the same city I'm from. Like, bitch, you claim you from Atlanta. You claim you you miss Atlanta and you miss this, that, and the third and all this shit. But, bitch, you from the same motherfucking city. Them bitches ran you about the city. Period. She had a pimp in the city. And the city wanted, the pimp wanted the motherfucking pimp up her life better. So he dropped her ass in Atlanta where she could sell that coochie properly. So that's the story behind Boss Day. No, nobody had beef with that bitch. She was she was trying to create her own beef, you know. So Boss Tech was like, she was like, she's like the oldest in the house. One, two, she just was creating creating her own buzz. And Chanel, she was just at the time she was a fucking follower. So whatever Barbie and Boss Tech did, she just followed behind it. She didn't really have her, her own mindset or her own thought process, or she didn't speak for herself. She just spoke on behalf of them bitches. That's how Chanel got herself in the shit. And did you exclude Barbie from that argument? Because we heard that you may have said something along the lines of Barbie, you're the richest bitch in this house. I don't know if you said that or not, but if you did, like, did you know anything about it? I excluded Barbie from the argument because she told me not to pick on her. She kept saying that shit. And, and mind you, if you go back and look, she didn't say shit when we was arguing. She didn't say a fuck word when we was arguing. That first time we was arguing, we had all got when we after the double homicide shit and we got upstairs, Barbie didn't open her fucking big teeth ass mouth and say shit. She didn't say nothing. She just stood there because she knew that if she did, I was gonna get on her ass. She had already told me, pre-told me, please like don't say nothing about me. Please don't, you know, she kept saying that shit. So she ain't said shit. So if you keep your mouth closed, you know you good. Mm -hmm. As soon as you wanna open your mouth up, that's when you gotta get yours too. So, like, shortly after that, Miss Natural gets in your face. Were you shocked by that at all, the way that she approached you? And did you think that, like, if Jocelyn didn't intervene with that, that you guys would have fought? Um, natural, no. Because, see, Natural, she jumped up in my face and did all that stuff because she had an abortion. Okay, first of all, what bitch in her right mind going to go on national TV in front of millions of people and say I had an abortion? That's one thing. We don't need to know about your coochie. Okay, we don't even know about your coochie or that empty ass hoe. Okay, that's one. Two, you setting yourself up. When you go in front of a bunch of bitches that you don't know and say, oh, I got an abortion, bitch, you weird. Why would you even tell us that? Tell us, uh, I just hit the lottery or, you know, tell us um, I got a business. 
Tell us something good. Don't tell us that that motherfucking coochie ain't worth a damn. So when natural jumps up in my face, I was like, ugh, like, girl, sit down. Like, like just, just sit down. I ain't even, she was talking and running her mouth. I ain't even want that porn juice spit in my face. So I was like, girl. At, at that point, natural wanted the storyline and fucking boss tape wanted the storyline since she got there. Like, so, like, after all that went on um, and you guys were looking for your rooms and stuff, some of the girls were talking about, oh, like, nobody's really rocking with Beg Lex at this point. Um, I don't know if you heard that, but what was going through your mind? Oh, I don't give a fuck about a bitch not liking me. They didn't like Jesus Christ when he was standing right there telling him I'm the son of God. So, <laughs> you know, I don't give a fuck. Were you cool with anybody at that point? I mean, I, I wasn't really cool with anybody, but I peeped the bitches that didn't engage in the shit, which was like Lacey Blow. Lacey Blow the mutual ass bitch. When I say that, what I mean is, like, if it's not directed, it's not respected with Lexi Blow, you feel me? So, like, you know, you would really have to be like, Lexi Blow, fuck you, you fucking stupid bitch, for her to pop off some shit. So it's like, even if she ride with you, I don't necessarily know if she gonna fight for you, you feel me? I don't know that she might, though. I don't know. I think that she would. I like Lexi Blow and stuff like that, but... When it comes to that beef and shit, she, she just religious. If it's not directed, she ain't expecting me. Sapphire and Lucky, they ain't saying shit. They just, they just, said, well, Sapphire was saying shit, but it wasn't like, oh, fuck you, Lex. She was just putting her input in all the way around, like, oh, y'all goddamn first day, goddamn, well, let's do this, goddamn, y'all doing this already type shit. And Lucky, she just chilled and just observed shit. Instead of judging right off the bat, they was like, I'm just going to chill, look, listen and, and, and peep that's what they did yeah it keeps going and you guys have this mixer and barbie and lucky are about to get into this argument and i may have seen on social media you point out that you were taking off your jewelry and stuff and you were getting prepared to possibly fight someone while barbie and lucky were arguing um can you tell us who you were going for and who you were going for boss take because, like, my thing is, um, you can run your mouth, you can talk shit, you can do what you want to do, you feel me? But my thing is, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the type of bitch that, that can talk shit to you and then just, like, um, be friends with you, you feel me? That's not me. I could be cool, I could be cordial type thing, but it's not, it, we ain't gonna never be cool, you feel me? So it's like, at that point in time, Boss Tech should have been on more of her PBQs, you feel me? She should have, she should have thought better. She wasn't thinking. She wasn't thinking at all. And everybody said, oh, big legs, you a bully, you this, that, and the third, you this, that, oh, but, oh, oh, okay. I'm a bully, but y'all bitches gonna sit there and let these bitches talk shit to you? You gonna let her, you gonna let, so y'all just gonna let anybody just talk shit, call you all out your name, talk about my motherfucking teeth and all this extra shit, and y'all not gonna do nothing? Then y'all some weak bitches. I'm not that. If you gonna talk that shit, I, I'm I, I'm gonna talk that shit. And I got that mouth and I got these hands to prove it. Like I'm gonna give you what you're looking for. What you looking for? Did you expect um, Lucky to hit Barbie? Because oh my gosh, no. What what was running through your mind? Because then Barbie ran up for her for round two, and it was chaos. What was going through your mind when that happened? When when Lucky hit Barbie, I was fucking amazed. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? I did not expect her to hit her. I did not expect Lucky to hit that damn girl. I thought they was going to argue and, and stuff like that. I did not know who fucking Lucky was going to hit that damn girl. But she, oh my God, when she did, I was like, you know, that's what sucks. Because it's like, Barbie was calling her unlucky and picking on the damn girl the whole fucking time. You feel me? And then like, Lucky didn't just come right off the back and off the jump. You know, like, oh, fuck your bitch. When we get in the house, I'm going to fuck you up. You feel me? She took that shit for a hot little minute. Right. She took the disrespect for a hot little minute. And then when it was time to go, she fucking went. So you and Bosek finally end up actually fighting. It's very quick. But you, you, you whip her hair off and you shove it. Yeah. Did she ever get that back? I told her to come get it back. She did not get that back. <laughs> yeah. I think um, we all burned it in a fire and uh, at a campfire with it. Yeah, later on. That. It was smelling like hot coochie and uh, 17-year-olds and stuff. 
a 40-year-old. It smelled like it came off a 40-year-old head. Bitch is head of a bitch. Did she specify what she was talking about when she said, you're jealous of me? No. Boss say thanks because she be on World Star because she, uh, I don't know, because she a dancer. She thinks she famous. Like, bitch, it be motherfucking dogs, fucking dogs on World Star. Just because you on World Star, what the fuck does that mean? You just another bitch on World Star. I can say World Star right now. World Star, pick that shit up. Like, shout out to World Star. But I mean, I'm saying, like, bitch, don't let that shit go to your fucking head. You still a 40 year old woman out here with a 17 year old child that's out here popping your coochie. And by the time he turned 18, him and his homeboys can come see you pop that coochie in the club. And his friends can come and see the same place, the same place your son was born from. They can come see that little coochie in the club 18 years later. When that fight breaks out, you I know you posted on social media that you, once watching the episode, saw that you uh, somebody or certain people may have tried to jump you. Do you know who you thought, who do you think was trying to jump you at that point? Uh, I seen it. Uh, it was Barbie and Aqua. I do not know where the beef is magically coming from from Barbie. I don't know where that's coming from at all. Like, it's weird to me because it's like, bitch, focus your attention on Lucky. Don't focus your attention on me because, bitch, I, one, I don't know you. Two, I don't give a fuck. And three, if I punch you in your motherfucking mouth, some dentures going to fall out. So, you know, I got te- my teeth. I got a gap, pool, blase, blase, all that shit. Great. I got bags under my eyes. I got a natural face right now because, bitch, who, who, who the fuck are you to be telling me what the fuck I need to be doing? You know, clearly I got that bag. Like, you know, I can get that shit fixed if I wanted to. I'm comfortable with me. You feel me? And clearly, anybody who had to got their teeth done, they, them bitches was fucked up for you to, to the point where you needed to get them done. You feel me? So, and then she got the top done and then worry about the bottom. So her shit like sitting out here, the top one sitting out here like this, and the bottom one is like. So, okay. <laughs> so work on work on that shit before you get to talk about my motherfucking teeth. Work on that shit. Work on them little tiny ass legs. So um, Sapphire cleared up that there was like her animosity with Chanel. Uh, it was fueled by Chanel getting held back, trying to fight you, Sapphire, and Lucky. Um, was that something that you picked up on, that she was trying to fight you? I didn't pick that up. No, I didn't pick that up till the after the fact. Um, after the fight, Chanel was running into everybody's rooms with Barbie and boss tech she ran in they were trying to run into sapphire and lucky room to fight them but see like i said chanel was a fallen ass bitch so chanel ain't had no beef for nobody she just felt her loyalty uh was for them so that's what she felt the need to do at the time like not knowing probably sapphire would have beat like beat her ass did you um have any regrets the next morning about your actions or what you said and like did you because I know you said initially that you wanted to apologize to Aqua did that happen yeah when okay so the next morning I got up or whatever I seen Aqua and I was like you know I want to talk to you or whatever and she was like talk to me for what I was like all right you're still mad or whatever go rest your, your ovaries or whatever I don't care so she didn't want to talk to me but I did feel like um I wanted to apologize for the women in the world and the girls that's in the house that did have to go through an abortion. You know, I wasn't trying to say be bitches. I wasn't saying like abortion is wrong or nothing like that. It's just like to hear that shit it was like, damn, like, oh, like, God damn. It was one of them things. It wasn't like motherfucking bitch, you ugly ass bitch, fuck you. Why the fuck would you ever do that in your life? It wasn't like that. But she ain't wanting her to apology or whatever. She was butthurt about it. So she coochie heard about it too, though. Man. Coochie is hurting. <laughs> Her coochie is hurting. <laughs> um, when you heard that Jocelyn had made Lucky the bottom bitch, did you at all feel threatened competition-wise? No, not at all. No. Uh-uh. I, th- I think Lucky deserved it. Um, Lucky be working hard, and she was on season one, and bitches bullied her ass season one, and she wasn't taking no shit season two. Shit, fuck it. I fuck with Lucky all the way, strong all the way. Because um, you know, she did her fucking thing. She ain't she ain't did her motherfucking thing. 
So other than yourself and Barbie, because she didn't get to perform, um, who did you think had like the best first performance and who do you think you were disappointed or underwhelmed by? Um, I think, let me break it down. I think Sapphire had a good performance uh, on the floor wise. Lexi Blow had a good performance sexy wise. Yummy had a good performance pole wise. Aqua looked like a fucking big talk. She looks like a like if you stretch out a tootsie roll and slap a fucking cotton ball on top of it. That's what she looked like. I was not impressed. And um, you know, I can't I can't remember anybody else. Um, how did you feel about Barbie's exchange with Lucky and Jocelyn while she was about to do her? performance um did you think that she may have been like stalling because she couldn't dance or something or I, I don't know what was going through your mind when that was happening I don't know I don't know what she was trying to do I think she was trying to do a sneak and move I think I thought she was trying to like I just think she just didn't want to do it because she just felt intimidated by anybody else that went before her and then I knew that when she took her shoes off that she wanted smoke because like y'all can't see when Barbie went to go over to Lucky. I snatched Barbie by her hair and slung her into the door. That's when, when everybody ran to the corner, that's what happened. I had snatched Barbie by her hair because I was like, I seen her walk over. I was like, bitch, like, like not today. Yeah, because the cameras didn't catch on. That was literally going to be my next question because yeah. it, it cut from her running over there about to hit Lucky to you guys by the hallway and then she was on the ground. Yeah, I had snatched Barbie's hair and like drug her like, but like, I've never felt the heat in somebody's head before. It felt like a little puppy. It's kind of weird. Like, you know, if you rub a dog's stomach and you can feel like that little warm belly, that's how her head felt. <laughs> I was like, oh, I kind of felt bad. I was like, damn. <laughs> but so, now she always want to start some shit. Fucking bitch. So she never got to put hands on Lucky that round? N not at that split moment, but when, when she got up, that's when they got, they kind of like did a little scruffle and then Jocelyn was like, nah, 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 nah. Jocelyn gave him a talk and was like, y'all want to do it? Then then that's when they did Right it. after that, they got split up. And then you, like the cameras just cut to you and Aqua getting into it. How did, how did it go from that to you and Aqua getting into it? She was just running her mouth. She was just running her mouth and talking shit and and all this stuff and i'm like girl we got space and opportunity we ain't got nothing but space and opportunity right now you feel me i can't respect the bitch if she ain't gonna do shit you feel me we could talk for fucking ever you feel me but if you was really feeling some type of way if you really wanted to fight me if if you really was hurt you know like you should have did it right then and there i'm not i'm not with the talking shit finally jocelyn just tells lucky and barbie like okay i'm gonna let you guys fight no security, just duke it out. And did you think that was a good idea? And who, by the way, who was, I need to know who kept screaming, get her lucky. I thought it was you, but I'm not sure. It was Sapphire saying, get her lucky. That shit was hilarious. But I think that was, I think that was good because like, especially like since Barbie kept on the damn fight. Shit, she kept on, she kept, on and on and on and on and on about her wanting to fight. So shit, Jocelyn's like, you want to fight? All right, come on, boom, let's fight. And and she fought her and she got her ass beat again. So at that point, we was all like, all right, now you can't want to fight no more. So like, what's good now? Like, we're gonna talk, pray. What are we gonna do? Because that fighting shit is not for you. And they squashed their beef after that. They had a conversation because Jocelyn had them sit down and just did all the beef and they ended up hugging. So were you shocked when you found out that she had packed her bags and left after that the next morning? No, I figured she'd do some shit like that. Like, bitch, you ain't shit and get, didn't get off the pot. Like, Barbie is so insecure about herself and about her little legs and about her being a hoe and stuff like that. She's okay with being a hoe, you feel me? But when you grow up how Barbie grew up, like she said, she'd been in foster care. She come from a trailer park and all that stuff. She, her mindset is different. You feel me? She can't help but think like that. You feel me? So she felt so uncomfortable that she had to get back to her pimp. Her pimp is what made her feel secure. So she felt like if she got back to her pimp, she would be in a more secure place. Being around a whole bunch of bitches, 
was not her secure place. A pimp, but that pimp hand was that's her secure place. Wow. <laughs> At any point within those first few days in your mind, were you ever like, damn, I kind of want to go home too? Or you're like, I'm about this life. Like, I don't oh, I was like, we in this bitch. <laughs> you thought it was fun? Yeah, well, no, I was having fun. Fuck that. No, I didn't want to go home. I was like, no, I'm good. We could. Like, I'm here for Jocelyn the Cabaret. I don't know what y'all bitches here for. And I know you already said that you thought that Chanel was being fake. But when it comes to the Barbie situation, you know, she was kind of bad mouthing Barbie a bit and like saying that she was weak or whatever. Do you think that she was really being fake towards Barbie? Or do you think that she was just like at the moment hurt and upset that she left when she was her roommate? No, I think what Chanel's problem was is just like, um, she thought Barbie was a more down ass bitch. Chanel's a down ass bitch. You feel me? She's going to be down for whoever that's down for her. And when Barbie left, she was just like, she had like, it clicked to her like, oh, all right, well, you ain't like me. So peace. I don't think she was just being fake. I think she was just like, realize I'm like, that's not my friend. Yeah. Boss Tech put on social media that she felt as if you and the other girls were somewhat bullying her for the fact that you didn't want her to do her rehearsal because she missed the last performance. How do you feel about that? First of all, no. I felt like, okay, if that's the case, bitch, you was bullying me when you was fucking got done talking about me in the motherfucking van before we got into the house. It's a competition. Bitch, if you want me to hand you $10,000, come on over here right now so I can cash you out. Like, it's a competition. Like, bitch, if this was Fear Factor or if this was motherfucking, I'm trying to figure out a competition show, Next Top Model or some shit, bitch, you think I'm gonna let you motherfucking be up one on me? No, sit your, I put that bitch in the corner. Sit down. Like a dog. Yeah, sit your ass in the corner. (laughs) By the way, Jocelyn was like, I feel like she was really harsh on you guys when it came to the uh, rehearsals. And I don't know, it looked like just once or twice that maybe she showed you guys the dance before she expected you guys to pick it up. How many times did you guys watch it? Uh, she She showed us one time and then she told us to do it. But um, I feel Jocelyn or whatever. Jocelyn, uh, she really cared about her cabaret. She cared about the dance dancing. She didn't want the drama or whatever. She really wanted to do the cabaret. So she had to see whose mind and shit was strong enough to, to remember it. You feel me? Because she, she made a few different people the, the, the captain or whatever. So she just wanted everybody to get together and do the damn dance. So she could pick her girls. So she could do her cabaret. That's what she wanted to do. So, I mean, I don't think she was hard. It's just that Jocelyn, like, she went down for the fighting shit. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, she was she was cool on it, but it was like after the drama and the bullshit was over with and shit like that, and it was like, y'all gonna learn to dance? Because if y'all not, you know, I'm gonna beat your ass and then you're gonna leave. And that being said, who do you think got it down the most, the choreography? Who do you think did the best? I think Sapphire had a lot of passion behind it. I like she did good. And Lexi Blow did it good because Lexi Blow is like, was really sexy. She moves sexy or whatever. She did it good. I, I would think her, Lexi Blow, and, um, and Lucky. And how do you think you did? Like, do you think that you maybe needed one more time to watch it? Or were you like, okay, like, I'm getting it? Oh, no, I got it down pat. I had got it. I mean, I'm, I'm a little clumsy. I'm a little goofy, whatever, you know. I had got it down pat, though. Yeah, I, I I did great. You know, I did a damn good job. You know, I could have been it could be me and Jocelyn there doing it. All right, so the whole <laughs> coughing situation happens next. Did you understand why Jocelyn got so offended by that? And um, I mean, did you think she was gonna fight her at that point? Yeah, I thought Jocelyn was gonna punch her in her shit. If I was like, oh shit, like when Jocelyn walked up, I was like, oh my god, I cannot believe I'm about to see Jocelyn fight in flesh. Was that you that said oh shit? Yeah, that was me. Okay, it sounded like you. I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Jocelyn was about to go punch on her shit. I was like, oh shit, like, goddamn. That's how it was. But um, I think Jocelyn felt offended by the coffin shit. It's because, like, how would you feel if you're trying to be serious with a bunch of bitches? You feel me? Like, you know, it like you tell somebody about your passion and they're like, <laughs> like, you know, like, fuck you. Like, that, that's how she did it. People can say whatever the fuck they want to say. They was not in that fucking room at that motherfucking point in time. You feel me? The bitch was coughing to be disrespectful. Like, bitch, fuck you. Like, when Jocelyn talking and the Sapphire talking, she was like, he's like, oh, oh. 
okay, you feel me? She was being disrespectful. And she was like playing victim. I'm like, God damn. Bitch, she was really, she was really doing stuff and then playing victim about it. But anyway, she was being disrespectful to Jocelyn. She kept saying she was ready to go. She made a big ass deal about her fucking crusty, crunchy ass wig coming off. The wig was, bitch, it should have came off. I'd have been i have been more satisfied with I could walk around with the motherfucking crunchy ass braids than that crunchy ass weed. <laughs> so we finally see you, you know, take off your jewelry again and you attack her. Like, was it just everything built up to where you were like, fuck it? Yeah, it was like, fuck it. Like, all right, you want to go home? All right, well, let's send your ass home with a motherfucking bang. Literally. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> Bye, bitch. So how do you think the fight panned out? Because you guys finally went at it. And she's saying, she was saying on social media that she beat your ass, so. Well, well anybody with two eyeballs can see what happened to in the fight. I felt like me and her was, when, I mean, I'm 10 toes, so like, she from Detroit, you know. I love people from Detroit. I Detroit, I love Detroit or whatever. But, bitch, I put them for my city. Everybody's like, I'm a real-ass, country-ass bitch. It's, we fight shoes off. Trees, concrete. It could be motherfucking hot lava out there. Would you? What would you say? Would you, what, what did you say? Okay, come on out here. Come on, I got somebody there. Come on out the door. We were getting our ass beat with switches. Get a switch <laughs> off the tree, break them up the limb. I was like, bitch, no. We some real ass bitches out here. So, you know, that shit didn't matter to me. And then she kept saying I was fluffy. Like, bitch, I'm 5'5". Five, five. This bitch literally is 6'1". Oh, she's up to... Like she's a yeah. Oh, everybody talks about oh, I'm a bully and I'm fluffy and I'm bigger than her. This bitch, it's like it fighting her was like fighting a fucking tree. <laughs> like go outside, start punching a tree, and you tell me how that shit feels. <laughs> it's crazy, so crazy to see that and to hear that from you guys because it's like obviously the cameras just they don't show like what the real height of everybody is. So I know I think Chanel. Yeah. Is really but short. no, listen, listen. Let me see. Put y'all everybody on. Go back and look when I said the double homicide shit. And when Jocelyn said, come to the front. Look how big that bitch is coming to the front. Look how big the bitch is. She's a background. She's big. She's tall as fuck. Her arms are longer than mine. So that bully shit, let that shit go. I wasn't bullying nobody. It's not no bully shit. It's just that I don't care how big a bitch is, how tall a bitch is, how fat, small, all that. Like, bitch, just shut up. Like, don't disrespect me. And if, 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 if oh, my titty. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. Well, nipples. Everybody got a little nipples, man. <laughs> but <laughs> everybody got nipples, man. But um, yeah, I just, I just, you know, I mean, if if it's beef and it's up and it's stuck, it's stuck right there. So, did you expect all that fight from her? Only thing I did not expect was the bitch to come through kung fu kicking. It was a kung fu kick for me. Did she hit you? Did she actually get you? No, I stepped to the side a little bit. Like, we was all looking at this bitch like, but I swear to how this side did, we was like. Is there anything that we didn't see with your guys' fight? Because Aqua initially said that you guys fought three times and we only saw two rounds. So was anything cut out of that or did we really see everything? No, that was it. I don't know what the hell. She must, but she must got, she thought she got beat up that bad. She thought I hit it three times. Who's like, <laughs> when you come back into the house, you go into your room and you notice that your bed is all messed up. There's food, there's ketchup, some weird shit all over your bed, and she's gone. Like, what was going through your mind, and what were you thinking? Like, what were your thoughts when you're like, the next time I see her? When I see myself, I was like, of course, the fucking trash lady gonna come in here and that then leave her mark, you know? I was like, of course, it wouldn't be right if she didn't, like, she probably didn't even throw the trash. She probably just sat on the bed and all came falling out her cornrows. But, you know, I ain't feeling the type of way. I was like, cool, bitch, it's just a bed and sheets and stuff. It's going to get washed. Unlike your funky ass, it's not going to get washed because she lives in her car. And the only thing she, time she washes her ass is when she go get some wet wipes at the gas station. So... <laughs> I was like, it's going to get washed, so it's cool. And then I was like, cool, I'm going to catch that bitch at the reunion where I'm going to catch her at. And like she keeps saying she got something for me, but I got something for you too, some trash bags. Collect yourself and put yourself in that shit. 
Okay, so production took care of you though. Like they took care of your room once all that happened. Yeah. Okay, good. By the way, what was the vibe like when Aqua and RV are gone? Like she went home. Was there still a lot of tension in the house the next day or was it cool? No, because the rest of the bitches, they didn't have like no beef or nothing like that. Everybody else that was left that that was left. I mean, there was like little shit arguments, whatever, but it was not to the point where somebody wanted to fight because the rest of us was like there for real reasons. You feel me? Uh, boss took quiet all that shit down. She calmed all that shit down. All that rah rah shit she was doing, she calmed all that shit down. She checked her motherfucking self, got her motherfucking hair right, and she stopped that shit with a quickness. <laughs> I was really amazed. I said, "Damn, bitch, motherfucking goddamn bar, you your asshole must got an outlet." And Barbie must have been the plug because when that she, when she left, it unplugged out her asshole, and then she was acting right. She was. She didn't have no more beef for nobody or nothing. She ain't said shit to me crazy and because she didn't want to smack that motherfucking horse off her face. So Jocelyn sits you guys down and you guys actually have a, like a really good conversation. You all talk about your goals outside of Jocelyn's cabaret. Did anybody's goals when they were talking almost trigger another double homicide like comment or were you just like, okay, this is like really cool. I like that everybody's yeah, everything, everything was cool. Everything was a vibe besides Chanel. Come on, she wanted a damn a maid service. And I was like, bitch, well, come on over here and spread your asshole over real quick for me and vacuum my flow. I give you $20. Shit. Boss Tech was like, oh, I want to help girls get them out of the strip club. Baby, you, how you going to help a bitch get out of the strip club if you fucking 38 and in the strip club? Let them, let, let, let the young, let the young bitches do that shit. Like, come on, bitch. Like, she need to switch her fucking shit from the stripper to the DJ because you've been in that bitch for a long time. You know the fucking DJ roll call. You know what song coming on next because you've been in that bitch that motherfucker long. You know the playlist. Okay, so I want to talk about something a little bit positive because when you guys are talking about your goals and stuff and like your passions, you start talking about your music. And I actually peeped your music. I saw your single say that and it is actually really good. And I was like pleasantly surprised. My pussy good, how I know because my niggas So I want to know um, more about your music, how it all started. So tell me a little background about that and like if you had any artists that motivated you to start doing this more professionally instead of like a hobby. Hey, thank you so much, Gwen. Of course. Uh, two, I've been doing music all my life since I was a little girl. I've always been making music. I just started taking it seriously. Um, my team just picked me up. Um, the Seven Firm, they love me over here. And we've been working super hard and I appreciate everything and our movement and what we got going on. I dropped my EP, which is my first EP, March 23rd of, of this year, um, which has um, everything going on it. Uh, Freaky Dancer, Sign Me, Attitude. It has all those songs on it, which is all great vibes and stuff like that. So y'all need to go look that up. It's out on everything, Apple Music, all platforms, everything that's streaming is out. Carolina Princess, my biggest number. I'm like Nicki Minaj's number one fan, but I fuck with all female rappers. I like everybody's style. I like everybody's wave. I like what everybody's doing. But Nicki Minaj was a big inspiration for me. Yeah, you all gotta check out her stuff because it really is good and it's dope. So download her stuff. She actually is a really good artist and thank you. Sometimes you, you know you got to say that because you're interviewing someone or whatever the case may be and you don't actually feel that way but when I listened to your music I was like it's actually really good and the music video was very well done too. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And another uh good thing about you that I love like my favorite part of the show is your interviews. Like I, I can't get over them because <laughs> yeah. Even if it's a fight going on, you're there to lighten the mood. And you were just like, you know, the right thing to say at the right time, or just to like make somebody laugh when there's so much tension going on. Are you just naturally like that? Or do you just- Yeah, people be like, I'm playing. I'm naturally like that. Like, I really don't be playing. I'm gonna be thinking about like, oh, I'm gonna say this when I get like, I just be talking. That's just me. You know, that's how I always been and stuff like that. You know, I'm a sweet girl. I'm a nice girl. I'm funny. I'm, I'm, I'm a great vibe. I'm cool to be around and I'm a positive person. It's just that if bitch, we got beef, we gonna, we gonna have the beef. Okay. So what's going on with this 
Instagram beef with Miss Natural. Instagram beef with Miss Natural. I don't know. I saw some stuff on your guys' stories where you were putting like clown faces about her. Oh, that was just see Miss Natural. She when it comes to her, she it, it, when I say this, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to be mean. She's irrelevant. You know. Natural got her own demons that she need to fight and beat. You feel me? Like, you know, she, she was just mad at her damn self. Like, it's like, we, we could be having, like, a great-ass time in the house. And then Natural come, like, with this big white fucking fur coat she was wearing. Like, and, and it was like, it was like, she was just so depressed all the time. So that's why we, we just didn't feed on to her because, we will be having a good time. And we'll be like, oh, natural, come over here. She's like, I don't want to. And then we'll be like, all right. You know, like, all right, cool. Shit, fuck it, bye. We try to leave. But then when we would leave her, she's like, man, y'all don't like me. Why y'all leave me? Why y'all want to do nothing? Because, bitch, you a psycho. Like, nobody wants to deal with that shit. Like, we're now, we're all having a good ass time and shit. Like, you ain't got no problem with nobody. Technically, you really don't have no problem with nobody. So it's like, damn, like, now that we all, like, fucking chilling, having a good time, it's like, oh, you still want to be, like, a Debbie Downer. She was just a Debbie Downer. But not because nobody was doing something to her. It was because she was just fighting her own demons with, like, in herself and shit like that. So you guys don't have any actual legitimate beef to where you would say no. Like, there's no like I know none of the girls have beef with natural. Like, um, Yummy might have beef with natural, but like like us, like the rest of everybody, like nobody had beef with her. We all just left her alone because like who wants to be around somebody that's just a Debbie Downer? You know, it's like at no point was she ever happy. But it's like we could be doing some happy ass shit, and she just was just didn't want to. Okay, that's good to clear that up. Um, yeah. So let's talk about reunion a little bit. Are, what do you have any plans? Do you feel the need to? Do you want to try to make up with anybody? I'm not making up with nobody. The only thing they can make up is their lips to poke up to my ass when I get there. Poke them bitches and kiss my ass. I do not care. If, if we got beef, I, I, I'm fucking keep your you yourself, your mammy, your daddy, your your abortions, all your shit. Keep that shit over there with you. Because mm-mm, the bitches that I clicked up with, then the bitches I want to see for the reunion. The rest of the bitches are hanging up, especially grandma in the group. Boss Tech, Barbie, Aqua, and them, them bitches, they can fucking hang it up. Really, they just need to hang it up. At this point, just give it up. <laughs> like, I ain't got, I ain't even got no beef with y'all. Like, just yeah. give it up. Like, Y'all talk y'all mouth and run y'all mouth and say something about me because you know if you say something about me, you it's not gonna click and feed. You feel me? So it's like, no, Ryan, just get over that shit. Like, so you're just ready for anything at the reunion? I'm ready for anything and anybody. Just how I was ready for anything, anybody when I stepped in the house. Like, I wish a bitch would try to do something at a reunion. It's fine as I'm gonna fucking be. I wish a bitch would fucking do. Oh my gosh, I might have my own personal security kick the bitch in her throat. I'm telling you. <laughs> Right when you get ready to say big, it's going to be like, bleh, bleh, like that, because I'm going to have a nigga punch in your throat. I'm going to have a nigga punch in your throat. I'm nervous for this reunion. I'm not even a part of the cast. I'm, a, I'm an audience member, and I'm nervous to see what happens. They're going to see what happened, though. Like, because Barbie, you can't even fight Barbie, because she done got hit so much by her pimp. She like that shit. She like them kisses. Like, boop, 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 love you. So she don't care nothing about that. Boss Tech, she not going to do nothing because she don't got no reason to. And if she do, well then she better have her natural hair out because, girl, the next one going in my booty hole. And <laughs> promise. And Aqua, I know Aqua going to try to do something. She going to try to fight, but I'm going to try to trip her up. And like, I don't know. I'm not going to have to get Aqua because, girl, she's so mad and so angry. Like, Girl, I'm too fucking pretty to be like that man all the time. Like not all the time, bitch. Like I know you want to fight me, but girl, like first of all, I'm gonna sit my ass, my fine ass, on that motherfucking couch, and I'm gonna say what I need to say because she keep running her motherfucking mouth, and I'm gonna have Zeus put her ass on the screen like they did OG. You know how they did OG on motherfucking um the basketball wife. When they had her ass up on the screen, <laughs> I'm gonna tell that ass to put her ass on that fucking screen, keep that motherfucking bear in the bed. <laughs> keep that motherfucking animal in the motherfucking cage, put that bitch in the bed. 
completely separate room. Separate that bitch from us. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're not about to play with that scary ass bitch. And I'm not saying she's scary because she don't want to fight. I'm saying she's scary because she creeps. She's scary. When I see her, I be like, ah, she's scary because she's ugly. <laughs> Like, don't do me, please. So, you know, I know she's gonna do something, but we be ready for all that. You know, I ain't worried about it. You know, I laid her ass down the first time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it the second time. All right. Final thing, I want to play kind of little game. And so, basically, for each each cast member, I'm gonna show you like their attire, what they're wearing in the house, and I want you to give me one critique and one compliment, and why you're giving those. Okay. Okay. So let's go with Aqua first. Okay. What we gonna critique is that motherfucker blue jean jacket, which is this motherfucker 2021. This is not motherfucking 1980s. This is not the fucking 70s. Take that shit off. But the compliment I will give her is this in that red. She looks like a chewed up hot tamale, and I like hot tamales. All right. Yummy. Yummy. She looked good in her dance outfit. Um, and she looks good in um that little cream color silk outfit, but that motherfucking church outfit with all the jewels and shit, and that motherfucking top one looking like ancient Mima's niece, she can take that shit off. <laughs> she can keep that shit, put that shit back. Sapphire. Sapphire looks bomb all the way around. Okay. You have no critiques? No. Okay. Miss Natural. Natural, um... She looks pretty in her dance outfit. Um, and she looks pretty in her uh, coming down the stairs. In that outfit, she looks really nice and classy. With that motherfucking get up she got going on with the all white on, looking like Jeezy's cousin, she could take that <laughs> shit. I don't like that. You got me wheezing over here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm-mm. All right, Lucky. Lucky looks good all the way around. Okay. No critiques? No. Lexi Blow? Yes, Lexi Blow looks good all the way around. Um, uh, she definitely uh, brings out the designer. So, you know, I'm a designer hoe. She's a designer whore. And um, I like Lexi Blow all the way around. Jocelyn? Oh, yes. Jocelyn's a bad bitch all the way around, too. I like everything that Jocelyn be wearing. Chanel? Chanel. I like Chanel, but... I like the little brown outfit she got on coming down the stairs and her dance outfit, the, the black outfit, that was cute. But that motherfucking army fatigue shirt, I mean leggings, and that little t-shirt shit, she could have kept that shit where she crowned it out. Because that's why I told her she looked like the brokers in the house. I knew she was the brokers in the house because she had the outfit on. I knew. All right. Boss Yeah, no, Boss Tech dressed like she in fucking 2005, like when she was 20 or something. Girl. That she, she, all the way around, she be giving me 2003. Who the fuck would be wearing the motherfucking, the, the ones with the, the one leg out? Bitch, it was not Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj ain't even wearing it. If you don't take this shit off, girl. A- any compliments? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving forward. No. I got you. Oh, yeah. Y'all, oh, come on now. That's <laughs> a period. Yes, nah, like from all pink with my designer, my motherfucking dress with my designer bag, body yachty motherfucker serving the bitches and killing the hoes, and motherfucking the little lime green with the with the string going to the side. Come on now, I'm a serving bitches from the door. Barbie, I like Barbie's little outfit that she had on when she was coming down the stairs. Um, but the rest of them, she was giving me um. She was just like, give me, I'm a grandma, but I got that bag. That outfit she was coming down the stairs and that was a bad bitch outfit, but the rest of it is I'm a grandma with the bag. Dang, I think that's all I got for you, but I'm so happy that we did this because this was literally like one of the funnest and funniest. I haven't laughed that much in like since before the pandemic. Thank you so much. So thank you. And I, again, I appreciate you so much for doing this. Um, before we go, I want to give everybody the opportunity to know where to follow you. So give us all your plugs. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at I am big underscore legs. You can follow me on Twitter at I am big legs one. 
TikTok, I am Big Legs. All those are ads, of course, in front of them. Um, those are all my social media sites. You can find all my music on all the streaming platforms. Carolina Princess, Say That. All my new music, everything I'm going to drop, is going to, it's all going to be on all streaming platforms. You know, you can DM me, talk to me. Uh, I'll repost you. I fuck with all the bad bitches. You know, I make bad bitch music. I love to see bad bitches click up, link up, and stuff like that. Um, you know how we live in. We know we live in good. I just had to come out the door because... Ooh, that looks like the lifestyle I want to live in. Yeah, we in Mexico with it. Um, and y'all be y'all see all this, y'all see this chain around my neck, y'all see this ice around my motherfucking wrist and how it glitz and glam. Um, so you know, when it comes to y'all bitches talking about my bags and my motherfucking teeth, clearly I can get that shit done, but I'm confident about me and mine. So worry about you and your broke ass self. So um, you know, that's it. Y'all fucking follow me. Bad bitches only, rich niggas only. You know, we're gonna do our motherfucking thing. And I appreciate you. And I'm just excited about everything. So. Yeah, guys, be sure to follow her and look up her music, everything. It's really dope. Um, and also be sure to follow me at Don't Touch My Hair. Um, follow Formation Productions so that you can stay tuned and make sure that you know what Formation. Y'all really was like Formation Production was really the one of the first blogs that's not like the shade room that was really on that shit. Before anybody was on that shit, y'all was on that shit. Y'all been showing me love, and I, I really appreciate you, your team, and everything y'all got going on. Y'all fucking keep doing it, because we lit, shit. We ain't got no problems. I'm so happy. Like, I thought you were going to be one of the girls that wasn't going to interview with me. So I really do appreciate you, I mean, taking the time out of your day to do this. I know you're in Mexico. You're enjoying your time. So, uh, I mean, it's humbling, and I, I really respect it. So thank you, and I hope that everybody follows you and stays tuned and hopefully this interview is going to blow up because I think it's going to give people the opportunity to understand you and get to know your personality a little bit more outside yeah, of and get to know the show because like everybody wasn't there so like you know all the motherfucking fake ass clout chasing shit like bitch I'm a real bitch like I'm gonna tell y'all what really fuck happened like all that other shit I don't know what's wrong but thank you so much thank you and I mean hopefully we get to communicate more and I hope you have a great night okay we'll keep it thank talking. you you too all righty bye-bye